This week on Media Delta, Mega Man Upon a Star. For when you want to watch something involving a super fighting robot, you really just want to learn about Japan, don't you? Hello and welcome to a new episode of Media Delta. Um, we're talking... I don't even know how to describe this one that we're doing. Um, on the surface, it seems something pretty straightforward. Um, we're talking about a Mega Man OVA today. Not the Mega Man thing that people are familiar with, but the one that technically came first. And on surface, it's like, oh, hey, it's a Mega Man OVA. This, this will be relatively straightforward. Then you see the very first thing um, that you see, like, at least in the version that we found, the very first thing that you see is a little message that says, brought to, uh, something like, brought to you by the Japan Center for Intercultural Communications. Because this isn't Mega Man OVA, but it's also much, so much more. Maybe not, but still, uh, I was not the only one who watched this. Uh, please introduce yourselves in alphabetical order. Oh, cool. Hi, my name is Donut. Um, you can follow me at Donut. Um, what did I think of this? Edutainment, Mega Man, anime. Let's go. Amazing. <laughs> Everything you need to know. Cool, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm Coolio, and uh, I cannot believe that the Santa robot from Futurama was built by Wiley. And I'm yep. a torpid typist, and I'm here for dubious facts about Japan. <laughs> yeah, because this is not just in Mega Man OVA. It's a tourism pitch for coming to Japan. Um, kind of suck ass. Kind of, kind of based around Mega Man Five. Like it's like you see the kid play. Like there are more than the 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 Robo Masters that do appear. It's more than the ones that are just in Five, but it's really focused around Five. Um, because it was made. I believe this was made first episode in Japan came out in '93. Uh, there were the two other ones came out in '95. Um. So, yeah, I don't know why. I think at the time that was the only one that came out in the U.S., although I believe that maybe, oh no, Mega Man X must have come out. Mega Man X was out. Let's see, Mega Man 5 came out 92. Yeah, because I remember getting it for Christmas. Mega Man 6 uh, came out in 93. So actually both, so six, but also who cares about 6? It's yeah, just futures, yeah. future, future preview for when we inevitably actually look at Mega Man Six. The uh, the the first one being released in 1993, it was probably in production around the time that Mega Man Five came out. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. But yeah, basically, kind of just this movie is kind of, or shouldn't say this movie, this set of OVAs. Uh, that are th uh, three, well, there are three of them, uh, each around 30 minutes long. And kind of the gist of it is basically uh, Mega Man and Dr. Wily hop out of their game and do bad things. Well, Dr. Wily does bad things around Japan. And you get to see a lot of Japan. All of uh, Japan. Not all, but a lot. A lot. <laughs> Where in Japan is Wily San Diego? Yeah, 
And you get very vague facts about Japan that are somewhat questionable. Right. Yeah. Went to a Japanese one-on-one class and dropped it. Up. It. It's almost up. like. It's almost like it was paid by Japan. Hmm. I wonder why that is. God. Put the movie on, and you're like, it's oh, fine. Okay. You can come here, but you gotta leave. You can't help with the declining birth rate problem. Okay. Well, I'll just stay here for a little bit then. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I you think immigrate. You got to go through hell. Congrats. Yeah. True. I remember yeah. once I was some student made it adult. I've never seen her get that mad before. Yeah, don't yeah. I could definitely see why. Mm-hmm. Well now uh, she's living here now. She's got two kids. Um so yeah, I think I think uh before we kind of get a little bit on track, uh that we should probably just go ahead and just go around and just say how what we generally thought of this. So don't it. What were your general impressions about this? And is there anything in particular you want to bring up? I just, I have such a weird issue with cartoon. And I just, um, my general thoughts about it, it was so amusing to me how knowledge of what's happening. <laughs> what are we doing here? It was a confusing yep. mess. It does not make me want to. It's also weird because half the time it was Mega Man educating you. Right. Yeah. It's the, the just... format of it. It's always like, oh no, I messed up this thing. They're like, don't worry, Mega Man. Good thing we have this flag made of koi fish, which are important specifically for this. One, one of my favorites talking about. was talking about the low crime rate in Japan, and everyone in the call at the time was like, yeah, it's because yeah. you cover it up. It's because you lie. Like when the kids are like, yeah, we just walk around at like 8, 9 p.m. It's cool. Nobody bothers us. It's like because nobody's going to tell the world about what happened to your child. Yeah, yeah, it's just weird. These a lot of suicides that weird, just very peculiar suicides. <laughs> very strange. This man stabbed himself sixty-two times. Hmm, that's very strange. The point is, once again, that the facts are very heavily glossing over Goodness. a lot of things. It's, I, I, it's like if you, I, I don't even know. It's like if you went to. You know what actually what this actually um uh this feels like this feels like something that you would find uh at like going to Epcot and just when you hit the Japanese part of the world pavilion <laughs> um just that level of incredibly basic knowledge of the country and like just really kind of just Gives it a very like fake feeling to it. Like it's the kind of thing, like you know how like shows will like say to show some show some like Hawaii or something. You think it's just nothing but like resorts and all that. Nonetheless, the fact that people live there and it doesn't feel lived. It feels like <laughs> the people the people that are shown there are like behind glass and you're looking at them. <laughs> Also, they mostly just talk about Tokyo. Right. They do. They go to Kyoto for like two seconds. So maybe... Yeah. Yeah, that was weird too. It was weird. Like you're, you're not even human. Why? Why did Doctor Light program you to be horny? <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't understand. Ugh. All right. Uh, Coolio. Well, I'll leave it to Coolio to um, completely miss the part where this was actually supposed to be an educational video for American audiences. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally like the first credit you see. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can understand like it's something that 
like you you look at like the credits and you just kind of see words you especially if they're you're white like, noise usually visual yeah, white noise yeah it's exactly. like okay, like i can tell that this is a an infomos i'm gonna like look at my phone or something um but yeah oh. ps2 game don't pay attention to the fact that the giant cabin you're just like oh that's yeah adx again I I did not look up anything for this before starting to watch it. I have I haven't watched. I, like I I realize that this has absolutely no relation to the Mega Man American cartoon, but I haven't watched that either. Uh, I did recognize that there is actually a couple of voices that figure into that series that were in this one as well, uh, which was neat. Now talk a little bit more about that later but um my general impression is it was some neat mega man action with a bunch of japanese facts and stuff kind of shoehorned in and i mm-hmm. like i i was i kind of was getting an idea of like okay it's an informational video about Japan, but I didn't realize to what extent until we started this call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, because it's all so shallow and surface level that you're like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> exactly. It's a it's the kind of thing. It's like, okay, I guess if you were like, if this this guy from your video game showed up, I guess you would kind of show off. Right? It's, like watching, it's like watching a kid's cartoon and you're just like, yeah, okay, yeah, and throw so, out some facts for the kids. So yeah, we, we definitely need to defeat Dr. Wily as soon as possible, but check out all this stuff and all of these events. <laughs> Mega Man, if you don't we, we have Dr. Time. Wily, we can't ever win the culture festival. Uh, I mean, it's it's a video game timeline, right? Dr. Wily is not going to do anything important until you hit the story flag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's exactly what it is also it's important um, to note that they knew this cartridge was basically cursed and just kept letting it happen just kept playing exactly it's new it's like this there is definitely something wrong with either the tv the game or the famicom actually but... wait no that was the fucked up thing that's right no the first one was from the cartridge but then they learned that they're from the future so they invented a time machine to go back to japan I, it was so strange that so instead was the so cartridge weird. was prophetic <laughs> yeah, we, we are we are unraveling this story like travel <laughs> is where i just like fell off mentally like, I, yeah I, like i completely forgot about that <laughs> Just it doesn't make any sense because he was like, okay, I'm going to go in the future to see what Dr. Wiley does. Why don't you just go stop him now? Just stop him <laughs> now. You never need to know. But no, And then he, when he comes back in time, and it's like, okay, things are okay. Let me jump ahead instead to just a month. And then he's like, okay, it's cool for like a month. Let's, let's go a few more days. Cool. Just stop him now. I don't understand. I, why. I think I think the main problem was that they don't know they they didn't know where he was. It's Japan. I guess the robots aren't they robots? Do they not have search I'm, functions? They're they're robots That's with corny, with slightly superhuman capabilities. This is why you shouldn't make children. 
<laughs> maybe another this, side. Wait, wait, wait. This this is not Astro Boy. We'll get to Astro Boy <laughs> when we get to him. Yeah, that's that's a different thing. <laughs> uh. Anyway, uh, for now, I think I'll leave it at that. All right, Torpo. It, this sure happened, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. <sighs> it wasn't good. It wasn't terrible either. It just kind of existed. It falls in this weird gap of like, yeah, I guess. I guess you happened, sure. <laughs> like, there was nothing about it that I would consider memorable, if I'm going to be honest. I guess, if anything, I guess to tag one of that, the only thing I guess that is really which is the same animation you see used all the time on YouTube. Anytime they're like, oh, this is what Mega Man should have looked like. That's what they use. Yeah, it's just, it's it's weird. Um, and the other issue is it was broken up into an episodic format, three episodes, so the pacing was an absolute dumpster fire. Because they were trying so desperately to have, like, a weird Wily plot of where he gains sentience from the game and leaves, and then they bring him back and then time travel and whatever. But, like, it flows like shit, and they, they have to wrap it up within half an hour while also trying to prevent educational facts about Japan that are, once again, somewhat dubious. It, it's, a, they, hmm? it's especially great, because not only do they have to do that, like it's, like, it's not just the fact that it's like, oh, crap, we gotta speed this up to get, like, what we want done. It's three times that that happens. Because all three of them follow the same problem. Each yeah. time is worse. It's literally, every episode is, Wily fucks something up, here's some educational facts about Japan, and then miraculously we solve the Wily problem, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like in the third episode, whatever was happening. And then, Typhoon. Yeah, and then they, I should remember Typhoon, because they should. They had so many educational facts about... Typhoons happen the all the time season. in Japan. <laughs> the rainy season is yeah. completely during these months. But how they, it's like they forgot that Wily was... And they fixed the typhoon. They were like, oh, yeah. Huh. Just remember that time that Wiley made a weather dominator? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love how that's how he decided to destroy Japan and they just didn't realize it. It's great, too, because he didn't even use a robot for it. He just made a hurricane machine. Yeah, it's just not like the, oh, it's like I'm going to make the, like, the thing he does in every Mega Man game. He just creates a weather machine. Which is smart. I mean, he creates a wily fortress, and then he can do whatever he wants with it, basically, is what it is. And this was the coolest wily. I've never seen all of Japan. Yeah, he <laughs> literally <laughs> lifted an entire chunk of Tokyo. He was like, I want only these buildings, and let's fly around Japan. That's it. <laughs> this is my fortress now. So it's like we were talking about. Yeah, uh, it, it's just... Uh... It's just because of this format that they are forced to follow and cannot deviate from. It just ends up really messy and, like, inconsistent and just... I wouldn't say fast-paced. Like, there's no pacing whatsoever. It just... The things happen and then they're solved, and I guess there's educational information in between. Mm-hmm. But, like, it, nothing feels particularly interesting or satisfying. Like, I'm not invested in these kids who just exist to exposit at me. <laughs> These adult children. Yeah, and Mega Man is just there to be like their fucking sounding board the entire time. Like, ooh, tell me more about Japan. <laughs> oh, those geisha girls are kind of hot. Ooh, is that Tokyo Tower? Like, 
it's just it's formulaic to an extent that just kind of damns it in the process yeah why was everybody so tiny dr light was so i mean he's always been kind of small even like in he's the... always been a squat yeah, gremlin. But like but like he was just super tiny in this yeah yeah what a movie was it even a movie it was three episodes it was, it was three episodes and i'm looking on wikipedia right now the first one released in 1993 the the second two were produced in 1995 and then came out in english in 2005 jesus christ what happened during those 10 years uh that's probably oh so originally i mean since this was for us in term like that was its demographic this came out here in 93 in 95 this came out in japan in 2002 because they already know about their own country true kind of but that's, that's a different con- that's a different conversation altogether. So, yeah, we have that conversation about America as well. But we'll, also, I think yeah. we were shit talking the diet for a good chunk of it too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we were we were making jokes about um, Abenomics and all that. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of fun things, <laughs> fun asterisk things about Japanese politics, but that's a different. That's for a different. Thing that's not that, that this is not show. Yes, I love how Fun strong the children strong. were to carry that metal robot. Don't worry about it. They, Man, remember that time that kid flew with Mega Man on Rush, and nobody oh commented God. on how fucking dangerous he, that was. And he saw his father. He was like, "Hey, yeah. father!" Oh, hi, like, oh hi. my God! What are you doing? <laughs> Just flies into Hokkaido. Like, what are you? Mm. Yep. What about when the role put on all those? Yeah, role was a little too into like Japanese culture because she's like, I know we need a Wiley, but what if I put on this? Island? This way too big kimono, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's put on makeup, other adult voice child. Yeah, that was also weird. Was like the extensive makeup they put on role too. Like they really dolled her it, up for some it, reason. It really didn't look good. No, when, it looked bad. When she had that battle suit for all the five seconds. Yep. yep. Yeah, that 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 was a huge Chekhov's gun that was just not used. It's like they 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 set up for the end of that episode to all of a sudden just be roll chan to the rescue, but no. Nope, she tries to fight a typhoon. She destroys the time machine. <laughs> yep. It's it's bizarre. How do you fight just I'm gonna go fight the typhoon instead of you, Mega Man? This is nature. This isn't Wily. Are you going to go fight Storm of the X-Men? Yeah, it just reminds me of, like, the fucking people down in, I think it was Florida, who took a bunch of guns to shoot a hurricane. That's that's a lot of people in the South, actually. Yeah. That's, that's Mega Man, essentially, just bringing down guns to shoot the hurricane. Get away from my property, you bitch. Yeah, he did shoot the fire, but the fire got too hot, and his water wasn't putting it out, and then Proto Man was like, no, Mega Man, you have to shoot the fire. Yeah, wave shot kind of sucks, my dude. <laughs> I don't even think about Power Stone. Right, just use your Power Shot, dingus. I love the fact that you see Power Stone used once and it's about as pointless as it is in Mega Man 5. <laughs> Sorry, now I'm just picturing somebody just on their wall with just has a handgun hung up and just ab- above it a placard that says Fire Extinguisher. 
<laughs> so they're in the middle of a grease fire. They pull it down and they start going bang, bang, bang with their fucking Beretta. It just goes out. Like, yeah. It's gone. It's because it's, it's essentially <laughs> what Mega Man did. Yeah. <laughs> That's very educational. I'm glad I learned how to put out fires and also learned typhoon season. Yep. And um, why we give money. And also, yeah. also an event literally called 753. Yeah, it was really weird. They felt the need to talk about, like, the New Year's money, like, yeah. gift. Like, it was just a really weird smattering of, like, facts. Yeah, because this technically was Christmas. Oh, yeah, because that's super weird. When, um, Mega Man's punishment for Wily instead of jail is he said, oh, yeah, he tells him, like, you can stay in this world, but you would have to go to jail. give presents to. Yep. Which is where my intro comes from. <laughs> I can make a robot for Christmas. And then Futurama happened. I mean, yeah, Wiley should really relax, because, you know, in the long war. I, literally, the, the, the thing opens up with these kids playing a game, even though one of them should be doing his homework, I think it was. Yep. And he ends up doing an all-nighter and passes out at the game. And so while the game is frozen there, pause... Wiley's like, hmm, I'm tired of losing over and over again. Later, Mega Man, I'm out here. <laughs> also, the thing to think about now that I'm thinking about it, that's a CRT. That that TV's dead. Yeah, that's some serious uh, burning, ain't it? Yeah. It was weird how Proto Man was so about staying. Like, the only time he ever... Yup. It's Proto Man like, here I go killing again. <laughs> Get back in the game, old man. How many times do we need to teach you this lesson? <laughs> Eleven. Eleven plus. But yeah, that's funny enough all I have to say at the moment. <laughs> like, there's, yeah. there's not much to like say about it after you... Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I don't even know if we need to do a second round because we've yeah. kind of said everything about well, it. Like, yeah, essentially my issue is it's incredibly shallow. The the children characters they introduced exist solely to exposit at you and move the plot, and that's it. Mm -hmm. And they don't even do that well. They have no personalities. They're just your tour guide who kind of sucks. They're this... literally basic amateur Japanese children. This thing is a this thing is twenty five minutes that lasts an hour and a half. Yeah, basically what it is, is they're like if your tour guide was an out-of-town teen reading off a script. Mm-hmm. Except there for, like, the part-time pay. Except also, mm -hmm. also, you could also be one of those that are, like, really into their job and just weirdly chipper about everything. Uh, yeah, there was also the, uh, the, the younger sister who sounded like a 30-year-old woman. She was so old. <laughs> <laughs> So wise beyond her. Like, the voice actress wasn't even trying to hide her fucking voice. Not at all. Y'all paid me 20 I'm just fucking here for the paycheck. Right, like, let me get these facts. Actually, I'm curious about something. She's a fairly prominent one, too, if memory serves. Yeah, she was a, a lot of these actors actually are, are fairly prominent. I have a list of them <laughs> and a couple of examples of things that they've done. Oh, boy. Yeah, we we can go over that. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, you, that's all you had to say for this "quote unquote" round, Torpo. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, she was fifteen when this um was going on, so still older than the child that she was, but still, she sounds much older. Right? She must have teenage rebellion phase. 
Sure. Honestly, you sure the dove is from then? Uh, well, I put it. Um, oh, she would have been like. Well, no, wait, because it would depend because there was that gap. So she she was born in 1977. Uh, so that would have been 15 and 92. But this is 93, so it would have been 16. So 16 and oh. 18. Let, let's let's uh, let's say for the first one, production would have happened the year before it came out, so 1992. So 15. And then mm. produ- production happened in 1995, 4, 2, and 3. So 18. She would have been, nonetheless, she would have been in her teens. Yeah. She's, she didn't, she was not as old as it's she said. I can't believe it. Not toy, small soldiers. Small. <laughs> we, got, we got to get our really shitty movies from the 90s right. True. I can't believe Mega Man was voiced by the bully. Now, Mega Man from the first episode or Mega Man from the second two? Because oh, there's God. God, why? God. See, that Mega Man from the first cart, first episode has incredible Charlie Brown holiday special energy. <laughs> oh God, yes, <laughs> yes, he really does. Yeah, the the voice acting in the in the second two was a little stronger than the first one. I mean, it was still an educational film, but it was still a stronger presence. But cuz yeah, um the child who played Gregory Smith who played Mega Man the first episode was in fact um if this is to be this is correct, it was about 9. Good for him. Yeah. And went on to star in a bunch of stuff that I don't really know. Yeah, I'm kind of looking through this as yeah, well. Is Harry the Spy? That was oh, one the time. That's cool. That's cool. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. It was Alan Abernathy and Small Soldiers. So what I are we bl- talking about? Uh, Gregory Smith. That sure is a fucking name. Great. Is an episode? Is an episode of the Outer Limits? In Highlander the series. Jesus, the commission actor, director of Rookie. Oh, I was gonna say Rookie Blue. I was thinking of Blue Bloods, but Rookie Blue. Yeah, because he is Canadian, so a lot of these are. Yeah, most of these people are Canadian, actually. Yeah, so they, I'm pretty sure it's Ocean Group who did this. Okay, but most importantly, he was slicking Hobo with a shotgun. All oh, right, that's something that I fucking hate. Yeah, this is just a lot of crap. See, the problem is, I, I for some reason in my head, I confuse Hobo with a shotgun with Hardcore Henry. No, Hardcore <laughs> Henry is a wild ride. Hobo with a shotgun is shit. An episode. Oh, he was in Xenon. I, they're both shit, but like... It's Greg from Xenon Girl in the 21st Century. I don't even know what that is. See, Xenon? Oh, that, that's that's the thing. You can look at most of the names on here and you're going to find at least one thing that they've done for most of them that's going to be like, oh, they were this character? Wow. I just oh, have, God, Xenon. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, Add respect for Decon. Oh, Disney God. Original movies, that's, that's a whole... That was a fucking era of dog shit. You would just get home from school. You'd be like, I hate school. I hate middle school. But I do love movies about boys. <laughs> or, my ha- or my mom is a house. Or no. Yeah, you- okay. So you, you've <laughs> seen Suzy Q, right? Yeah, she's seen like, yeah, with Kimberly from the from the Power Rangers. Yeah. 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 See, nobody else. Nobody uh, else. Lolo hasn't yeah. seen it. 
I have not seen it. When I was a kid, I remember seeing it. I was like, Mom, that's that's Kimberly from the Power Rangers. Yeah, right? It was fucking terrible. It was so ridiculous. It's basically Kimberly. She dies. She dies. Yeah. Uh It's just about a dude wanting to fuck a ghost. Yeah. And then the ghost is like, well, I didn't want to die. So I'm going to hang out with this human. All right. Prom together. See, see, if I think of things that are not Power Rangers that have, uh, is it Kimberly Joe Clark? Or no, Kimberly Joe Joe Johnson. Well, she's in a weird SWAT show. Yeah, she's in Flashpoint. That's what I'm used (laughs) to. That's what I'm familiar with. Which I'm, I'm also Coolio might also be familiar with. I just I'm glad I get this validation of someone else who has seen Susie Q, which is just about a teen who wants to fuck a ghost. It's so really ridiculous. bad. It's so crazy. The whole movie, he just wants to get with her. I've course, never heard of this movie. It's it's Disney it's terrible. Movies, the era that they were. Yeah, it's of this time where Disney just shot out a fuckload of straight to TV movies month after month. Like, I vaguely remember that. Like there was the one with um, oh, what's her name? The girl who was the, and she Ren Stevens. It was Ren Stevens and uh, <laughs> oh, what's her name? Hillary Duff with her terrible album. And the movie there was a movie where it was just Hillary Duff with the spoiled rich girl, and her mom's like, "You're too spoiled. I'm gonna send you to army school with your dad." So then she yes, she has yes, like a weird pseudo homosexual even, but it doesn't like culminate in anything. Cause it's well, because it's comedy. Disney and Disney's full of <laughs> fucking cowards. So instead, they just like toss guns together. That's the movie. That's it. God, it's like the most fucking like straight white shit you'll ever watch. It's great. Oh, and for you, Coolio, there's a movie where Leela from Futurama is the AI of a house. And this kid wins this house for his and the family set, and then the robot house gets messed up. Yes. See, also, the name of the movie is Smart House. I feel it worth mentioning. Just smart see, house. See, that makes sense, though, <laughs> considering what other thing the other thing that Katie Seagal was known for, which is very with children. 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 Definitely not that type of mom in this mom house. She was a very Marge. Good. Good. The, the point. Her. Murdering people. We'll try. The point here is that all of the the voice actors are of a certain caliber. Yeah, you you do also have the, the things to call out. The one that I definitely that had the same as Coolio was kind of mentioning. There are some some crossover with the Mega Man uh, cartoon, which was also voiced by Ocean Group. Uh, Jim Burns in particular voices Doctor Light in both. Also, I just hovered over his picture in. Or if you go to Jim Burns's. Uh, wikipedia page you actually realize uh the dude actually kind of looks like dr light too i was gonna say that yeah like, like actually legit looks like dr light uh, <laughs> yeah, his, yeah. his name is thomas too what the hell oh goodness <laughs> well you guys were saying there was one um voice actor who like had some accident oh yeah, yeah that was jim oh, burns that, that was yeah, jim burns uh yes um because at one point, like in the 70s, I believe it was in the late, or it was in 72, uh, basically he was struck by a car uh, and got hurt enough that he actually had to have both his legs amputated. Uh, obviously, he was, he, was, he was fine after that. Oh, yeah. But I like how much we are not talking about this OVA at this point. Because <laughs> there, there is there is a lot of things that are more interesting than this OVA. Yeah, right? The things around the OVA are more interesting. Also, Dr. Wily in this also voiced Dr. Wily in the fucking animated series. Oh, so yeah. 
no, actually, no, wasn't the anime series? What was it? No, actually, does he do? Does he do double in? It's Scott McNeil is the voice, who is yeah. a very prominent voice actor. He has yeah. a very distinct voice. Uh, he definitely voiced Proto Man in the Mega Man. He also, I think it's it's not Duo Maxwell in Gundam Wing. It's someone big in Gundam Wing, though. I would tell you if IMDb would fucking load. Uh, it is. Oh, oh is it Mobile Suit Gundam Wing? Oh, it is Duo Maxwell. Okay. Also, Lord Raptor, and I'm guessing this is the OVA of uh, Darkstalkers. He's Fuzzy Lump. Oh, wait, no, that's the anime puppy, Powerpuff Girls. I was about to yeah, that would definitely be anime. Because it's. Oh, did, uh, oh, he's he's Piccolo. Yes, yep. he is Piccolo. And, ju- uh, and just for some added flavor, he also plays Grumpy Bear in Care Bears. He's also Sheer Khan in Adventures of Mowgli. Also, did also did voice in. Oh, I always use what I usually watch Jinro in the Japanese track, but it also is apparently in that. He's also the policeman in the terrible, awful Chris Grandma got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> okay, Quality. but to get topical, he had two different bit parts in Supernatural. God. Oh, that's very relevant. Right now. Was he the hook that killed that man, or was? No, this is 2016, 2010. Mm, I know. <laughs> he, he, he was he was not the guy who sent Castiel to Turbo Hell, as I've heard it described. Which yeah, actually, I just realized that's probably a spoiler. Whoops. Oh well, we, everybody knows now. I might actually have to edit that out. That's fine. If you don't, if you want to not be spoiled for Supernatural, then I honestly at this point maybe the show yes it's over now let's let's note that the intense cross-section of people who listen to this and people who love supernatural you see this venn diagram where the circles (laughs) never touch (laughs) (laughs) circles that have never hey the same house you you get that one person it's usually yeah, that true. one person. Just let the circles kiss. Just I, kiss. I, Just I found the dude who would defend Street Fighter 1. Uh, I don't... My I banned him, be, yeah. I could, <laughs> my audience could be anything. Also, apparently he did voices in Far Cry 5. Yeah, Far Cry. voice. It's just listed as voice. It doesn't list a specific one. Also, a bunch of voices in E-Sarka and Pishtum. Oh. Okay. So, that, also, that's... This this here this segue is pretty much why I made this list that I have in front of me right now, so that we don't all go to every single actor and say, "Oh, they did this and this and this," and just keep going forever. <laughs> see, see, the problem is, is that I'm going to do that anyway. <laughs> but at least now, we can I mean, we, we can we can definitely. I I would suggest for anyone listening, go to the Wikipedia article. For Mega Man Upon a Star, look at the cast list and check out all these massive lists for almost everyone in this. Yeah, these massive lists and, generally have very little of actual substance. And do you do you want do you want a little taste of these lists? Yeah, give us the list. Okay, so Christopher Gray, Mega Man in two and three. Uh, Enzo from Reboot and Avalanche from X Men Evolution. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Now that you say that, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Brendan O'Bray, who is Utah, the the boy from uh, the first episode. Not a hundred percent sure on this. He's kind of a mystery, but I think he's the boy from Jumanji. Huh. <laughs> Sean Amsing, Utah in two and three. 
I don't know anything of of this stuff he's made. Mostly one shot roles and short films. Kelly Sheridan, uh, who played Akane, she played Sango in Inuyasha, and she played yeah. a crap load of Barbie stuff. Sometimes as Barbie. Uh, oh, Kathleen, you know, wheat bread is too spicy. Oh <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that because we looked it up. Uh, Kathleen Barr, who is Mrs. Kobayashi, uh, Dot Matrix from Reboot, Frogger, and Cologne from Rama Half. Well, it's Ocean Green. It was <laughs> Yes. Old reboot. Uh, Kathy Wesselock, uh, Mrs. Kobayashi in 2 and 3, Cyber 6, uh, Chiaotsu and Young Trunks, and also Spike from My Little Pony. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Um, uh, no, okay. Is is this is this friendship is magic? Yes. Okay, it's friendship. Okay. Uh, Campbell Lane, who is Mr. Kobayashi, mostly stuff I've never heard of, but he did play uh, in New Adventures of He-Man Skeletor. He's also <laughs> dead, and he. Also- um, some more things that Jim Burns did: uh, Joe Dawson from Highlander, Shadow Master from Double Dragon, and he's also a Juno-winning blues musician. Hmm. Okay. He so he was from St. Louis. What yeah. that was, he is from St. Louis. <laughs> Did he stop being from there? Who was from St. Louis, <laughs> but is no longer. I mean, he's Juno winning, which is a Canadian. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he does actually live in Canada now. Yeah. Well, he'd have to because if yeah. he's taking like Ocean Group jo- uh, jobs. Yeah, uh, Andrea Libman, who plays role, uh, Iko Otanashi in Maison and Koku. And also Pinkie Pie and Fluttershy in MLP Friendship is, is Magic. Is? Um, Susan Susie Q2. Cash Eric Erickson, who played uh, Proto Man. And mostly stuff I don't know. There, there's Danny Farrell in the 4400. And also was in something called the Triple Eight. Uh, in one episode of that where he played Hitler. Fucking mentioned the 4400? Jesus, that's a fucking blast from the past. <laughs> I figured I figured someone would at, would at least yeah. like be like Holy it's me. Crap. I watched the 4400 for a while. <laughs> we got a girl from Suzy Q. We got this show. Where we got a, so, a lot two, of garbage that's better than this. <laughs> two names left. Uh Terry Classen, who played Rush, mm. was in the Mega Man cartoon, but not as Rush. Uh, he did several Robot Masters. I don't have the list here, but uh, okay. Rush was played by Ian James Cortlett. Uh, he also did the voice of Krillin. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Mr. Ricky from episode yes. 108. Uh, episode 108 and onward, yeah. And finally, Paul Dobson, who played Eddie, uh, played Hapasai uh, in Rama Half, played Matrix, so Adult Enzo in Reboot, Wow. And also, weirdly enough, in Mega Man NT Warrior, played Wily. Also, a lot of people in Street. So those are just some samples of what everyone did, and these lists are fascinating. They really are. It's like scrolling down through these all Ninjago, Lego, Star Wars. I was wondering, is the Ocean Group even <gasps> still around? Some of these people were in the Fatal Fury movies. Yeah, it's not the third one. <laughs> oh, apparently Ocean Production is still around. Oh, he was Noraku <laughs> in the Inuyasha. Uh, I, I, I'm very happy that most of these people are Canadian, though. I mean, it's Ocean Group, so... Yes. Yeah, that's a lot of... That's a lot of stuff. 
Okay. Anyway, uh, so uh, we are going to rank this using our normal one to twenty-one ranking scale, with one being absolute mastercraft. It can't be any better, and or at least as a pinnacle of its genre. Uh, twenty-one being absolute garbage, not even fun or ironically like interesting to watch. So, donut, what would you give this? Mm, well. You guys are right. It's not the best, and it's definitely not the worst. So I'm just gonna give it a nice 14. All right. Uh, cool. Yeah. So I actually kind of enjoyed it. I mean, there's there there are definitely some failings to it that you guys have um, pointed out, but uh, I'm probably going to be the most optimistic here and uh, give it an, uh, around eight or nine, honestly. All right, Torpo. You know what? I would probably give this like a 16. All right. I would rather watch Salamander or Dick Tracy, <laughs> but I would still watch this over to The Legend of Zelda. Mm, I can feel that. <laughs> I can feel it. Yep. Uh, so the thing with this is that it's that thing where it's like, I have nothing really critical to say about it, which makes it nigh impossible for me to rank. Uh, because in reality, like it's going no higher than eleven, um, like that's an absolute like thing. But really, I could almost see it being go. Like I could honestly say that if someone wanted to place it anywhere between eleven and say I don't know nineteen, I could total totally see it. Um, that being said, um, if I'm just looking at what we have. I would say, say 14 is a good thing. I also feel like, like obviously, I I would actually watch Turtles, so I think 12 is definitely my okay. If I think of that height of 12, 13's open. Um, Batman, 1989 Batman. The thing is, I didn't really like that because I don't really like superhero movies, so I could. I like but Batman. also, there was some interesting things about Batman, so I could also be see it being at the same tier. But really, yeah, I'm kind of an open book on this one. I could really do not. I do not have any strong feelings about this thing. I was so just kind of bored by it is my issue. Same. Yeah, because if, if we just take a raw ass average of like the th- what um what you three said, if I, I'm going to use eight just to just for giggles. Um, 16. I mean, it was like, it didn't anger me, is why I was like, well, 14. No, but like, something being boring is also terrible in its own way. It is. Um, Actually, if we use it 9, that would actually put it at 13, if we just raw average what you had. Um, Like, Fatal Fury at some point just started making me mad. I was like, what's happening? Yeah, that is also... Yeah, but like, it kept you watching, (laughs) is the thing. Like wow, this is a trash fire. But how much worse does it get? God, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Fatal Fury is an interesting trash fire. Uh, I definitely see watching this over Legend of Zelda. I do feel like sixteen is probably a good floor. Uh, but really, if we think about thirteen, thirteen, the stuff that we have in thirteen and sixteen, because a lot of it, okay. Um, thirteen, we don't have anything. Fourteen, we have Batman, nineteen eighty nine. 15, we have Dick Tracy and Salamander. Which, Salamander. Also boring for a good chunk of it. 
but then lucky number for me i feel like that's a nice place you were thinking uh what number 13 um yeah uh, let's see because think about dick tracy dick tracy a lot of nothing happened but that also that movie is also kind of weirdly jarring in a way that's actually kind of weird to watch it's that kind of thing it's like what the hell is go like it's a thing you want to watch to see what other garish thing they do um and then salamander is just it, it when it's competent it's competent but also it's just very boring um at least this has the benefit of being short which is something that i could say about the the three things that are 14 and 15 it's still an hour and a half of your life gone it is but it's also not two hours of your life gone true i'm just saying like Short is a relative term here. It is. But if we're going up against like Salamander, because each of those three episodes were 45 minutes long. Yeah. Um, Dick, Dick Tracy, I don't even remember how long that movie is. That movie is just a... Bleh. Like, not a terrible bleh, but it's just a, a boring-ass movie. And then Batman is Batman. Batman Returns. Mm. It's got Michelle Pfeiffer being weird. Also has Dan DeVito in it. Exactly. He's in there being weird, too. I wish I had more of an opinion about these, but I have not watched Dick Tracy or Salamander. It's been a very long time since Batman. I just like seeing Salamander. It's good. Salamander is boring for two-thirds of it, and then the action happens, and it's all right, and then you get back to the boring shit. Yep. Much like this. So does anyone have any strong thoughts on where to put it? I still stand by 16, but I'm not up for a fight. I'm just glad Dr. Light wasn't drunk this time. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, well, Mega Man, you gotta get Dr. <laughs> Wiley. He's in Japan. Dr. Wiley. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Wiley. Mega Man, you gotta go use your soccer ball. No, no, no. Get right. Well, Mega Man. <laughs> no. Like he flubbed his fucking line. Thank you. For Mega Man 8 next war. Why? So the best part is that's what I will forever associate with Dr. Light. Whenever I read his voice, I just hear it as that. Right? I can't hear as anything else, even after watching the whole show as a child. Because it's not far yeah. off from that voice. It's like they just sat that man in front of the American cartoon and said, Hey, just... Japanese man, do this voice. And he said, Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, let's just, let's just cut it even from what we had and just, let's just put it at 14. I feel it's a, okay you just want to fill, uh, yeah, you don't well, fucking four, whatever. Well, four, 14 has Batman in it, so that's not quite a, True. there. So that, that is a, hey, we are kind of at an impasse and you know what? These are executive possible. decisions. Literally He's, nobody cares enough to fight. Yeah. It's like the hardest part of it. It's like it left zero impression. So I get the worst. At the end of the day, I guess it educates some kids on Japan. It's not even educating you. It's just like <laughs> a promotional video for Japan. Maybe it's. Very it's like, hey, buy a timeshare today. Like that kind of fucking. God, you never know. There could be shit. a. There could be a really small, dumb child who's just like, wow, I learned so much, and now I'm. Wow, inspired. those geishas are so hot. <laughs> I'm yep. so inspired now. See, the thing is, when you're thinking about educational video, I recently watched that um, 
video that Sega put out in collaboration with Howard Johnson about the game. Oh, here. yes, yes. Um, those things were a nightmare. Yeah, that man stalked that man the entire yeah. portion of his trip. That goddamn Twilight Zone episode of, of it. He was like, you're going to play these bad Game Gear games. You want to play X-Men? Because you're, you're going to play it. You're going to oh, hear all do. the tips about... Oh, you're going to hear all the Echo the Dolphin tips on the Game Gear, which is exactly tips. the platform that you want to play it on. Tips and quotes. Because <laughs> um, some of those were just game descriptions. All right. Um, no content. Warning, thankfully. <laughs> um, all right. Is there anything we want to call out? Uh, is there anything we want to call out for music, charm, cinematography, storytelling, action, or art? Music. They ran that one track ragged. Yeah, they. It was an all right track the first time and maybe the second time. <laughs> but the tip. My, my brain glossed over that music. So yeah, th- there was like one like weird rock track they had going. Yeah, as so- as someone who needs to look at a lot of or listen to a lot of public domain music or not public domain, but a lot of music from like a a library of like Real hey. TV. Yeah, those royalty-free things. Uh, it had almost less than that energy. It's like when in a show you have like a character song that plays whenever they're doing something cool, except it's the only song they have for everything. It's like, so it's like anytime Mega Man does something, that song starts playing. You're like, ah, here we go again, I guess. It's like the old Sailor Moon dub, like whenever they jump into battle and like the horns blare. It's like that if that was the only music for all 200 episodes <laughs> like romantic scene boo do 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 boo ba, do boo death i mean like, uh, i wouldn't I, call it phoned yeah. in but goddamn i would argue uh, the the action scenes were alright fine uh like okay mega man murdered so many people i didn't know that his power bus yeah he good. fucked up those robots real good holy shit yeah little robots oh. Actually, there is one thing I do want to call it out because it's something that is kind of something that can go terribly wrong if you are in the Captain N school of things. Uh, character models on point. Yes, that, definitely. Right. Uh, like those, they looked like they did in the manual. They looked really good. They yeah. they looked immaculate. Wily was definitely Wily. Light was definitely light, and like, so on. Like it's not like in the Mega Man cartoon, they get close, but not quite. This gets it spot on. Close in the Mega Man. Yeah, proportions and everything. But I will have you know, it is clearly off model because it's not some weirdo in a shitty little like costume running around like an asshole, like those fucking classic American covers for Mega Man. <laughs> some Tron-looking motherfucker with a gun on his hand. There is there is one thing that slightly disappointed me. Wiley didn't do the eyebrow thing. No, there was no eyebrow wiggle in this. Uh, also, I will say, thumbs fucking down to the writing. Oh my god, it was awful. So yeah. bad. The writing was so bad. It was so dry and boring. Also, yeah. another thing that I'd want to call out. Um, I'm actually going to give a thumbs up there while I think about it. Um, the one thing I do want to call out, though. Um, and it's, I know why they did this, uh, but I'd really appreciate that the video that we found has the subtitles for 
the Japanese track, even though it's using nice. the English track. So mm-hmm. the words were completely different sometimes. Completely, 100%. Like when she called Rush, um, she was like, oh, you pathetic dog. And then in Japanese, she was like, useless. It's also, <laughs> it's also great because you get the case where in the Japanese version, it's because obviously Mega Man was no like one of those franchises that they changed names upon region. So you'd see in the subtitle, it would say blues, but in the voice, it would say proto man. It also say rock man. The weird thing though, it said rock man in the second and third episodes, but not the first. See the weird thing also is they say Eddie in both. Cause he was called flip top over here. At least as far as I remember, maybe they changed him over to Eddie at they this point. It eventually, but not at that point. I don't think, I I'm think pretty sure he was called flip top in this. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure he was flip top over here at this point. Yeah, I don't think, I don't remember him being Eddie until like. That's probably like seven or eight. Yeah. There, there's also several instances of Mega Man saying shit. Yeah. It's the, <laughs> it's the, it's the thing where, well, also, Japan doesn't, is very loose with the concept of profanity. They don't really have that concept, except in some very specific circumstances. Yeah, throw you row at the end of it. The 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 yeah. the worst the worst word that they have is baka. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's a thing where it's like the Japanese word kuso is one that yeah. commonly gets translated to shit. Yeah. Which I mean, technically that's what it is, but it's generally as far as it's, I can tell. Context. It's context sensitive, essentially. Like the severity yeah. of it. Yeah. Where shit is always shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like um it's like earlier I was listening to um Venom and Bridge and they were kinda of talking about the same thing. But yeah, with a lot of things it's like if you wanna be really mean, you just throw like your own thing. Like uh there was a direct translation where they used a not nice slur for queerful O eight MS team. And I was like, oh, yeah, Jesus. that makes sense. It makes sense. Um Yeah, because it's like um it's like when you use the I forgot what the Jap, what the formal when you are when you are essentially saying you. It's the thing I forgot what the formal version, but it's when you refer to someone as Omai, is one that's generally considered incredibly. It's very um, put offish. You could use Tame if you just want to be a dick. Which which is, which is exactly why um, Kenshiro uses. Yeah, that. it's Omai wa mo shinderu. Yes, that's why you always hear enemy protagonists refer to their rivals like Timmy, which is just like you bastard. Yep. Um context is very <laughs> important. You yeah. mean mean man. Let's see. Yay or nay. Uh, oatmeal for nay. Oatmeal. Yep. Um also the other thing I think for nay is shoehorn game elements. It was really strange to me that one, it would be very jarring to me as a child if my game characters started screaming at me while I was playing, <laughs> like Mega Man does. And <laughs> I forget it was episode two or three, but he like looks at the screen. He's like, "Whoever's controlling me, like, stop, stop, stop." There, there are at least a few games out there that do exactly that. Yeah. Also, I'm gonna be real. I actually think it was like the informational bits that felt more shoehorned in than the game stuff. Yeah, that's what I would say. Okay. Even if Mega Man had to regularly like pound back an E tank for some reason, 
He only gets one E take, I feel like, the whole time. Yeah. Just one. Uh, yeah, I, I, think, I, think, I think I think that's good for this. Yeah. I don't think there's anything else you can milk out of this edutainment anime. Yep. Uh, so, uh, on that case, uh, before we go, um, Donut, is there anything you want to plug? Uh, I guess I'll plug myself once more with my exuberant voice. Hi, my name is Donut, short for Donut Secret, just Donut is fine. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter, it's Donut underscore Secret, where I post about whatever I'm streaming or just funny things or art. Also thirsty um, shit. Always thirsty. <laughs> is a deep, deep sea of thirst there. Just come come wade in this lazy river of thirst. <laughs> See you there. Fortune favors the bold. Coolio. <laughs> so there's the Let's Play group that I'm a part of, Low Bias Gaming at lowbiasgaming.net, as well as my radio show slash podcast, Square Wave Symphony, your home for video games, chiptunes, and all things weird and geeky, which can be found at uh, lowbiasgaming.net slash squaresim, and also on Twitter at squaresim. All right, Torpo. Uh, twitch.tv slash torpotypist and at torpotypist on Twitter. Uh, and I would like to plug these gaping holes in my knowledge left by this fucking mess of a show. <laughs> Corporal yep. should never learn about Japan again. Um, so, on that note, uh, we are going over, we are switching gears to something completely different uh, next time. Uh, because next time, we are starting our look at the first, I guess, season, although the way that this show does its seasons is kind of weird because they actually name them, uh, but this one doesn't have a name um, because this one is just The Slayers. So we are taking, are starting our look at just The Slayers. Um, so good. Which is a cult, I don't even know if cult classic is even the right thing. This This is like, this was like the anime, like if you were getting into anime, at least when like around people my age were like, oh, you were into anime, like the Slayers was really up on that list. Right fair, I think it hit bigger in Japan than it ever did over here. Probably, but it's a, it is a biggin. Like it's like not like a Gundam biggin, but it's like a, it's a milestone of like anime slash manga, also light novels. Um, but yeah, uh, we are going to be starting our look at that, because that one's definitely going to be a two-parter. Uh, so yeah, there's that. So again, thank you all for listening, and have a good whatever time it is when you are listening to this. If you would like to look at the full list of rankings for yourself, please visit r3.ldp.life and go to the Media Delta List tab. If you would like to watch Media Delta's sister show, Retro Rank Rhapsody, you can either watch at youtube.ldp.life or by tuning into twitch.tv slash lodapuzzlo at 7.30 p.m. on Fridays, 2.30 p.m. on Saturdays, and 1 p.m. on Sundays. All those times are from the Eastern U.S. time zone. If you would like to discuss this episode with the community, you can do so by joining our Discord server, which you can do so by go going to discord.ldp.life. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you tune in for our next episode.